opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Let's Talk Sports with Eric, Dan, and your ACB sports fans. How's it going tonight, Eric? It's going great, Dan. Going great. How about you? Oh, it's going wonderful. I've got my adult beverage of choice this evening. I'm going to, I'm sipping on a Grand Meunier. So not a Grand Manure, but a Grand Meunier. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a glass of white wine this evening. Yes, we're very sophisticated this evening. Right. We we threw away the hard cider and the the low-cal beer and we're stepping up. (laughs) That's right. Go it's big or that, go home. It's, it's been that kind of a month. <laughs> it really has been. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Wow. We got a lot going on in the sports world. We've got the uh, Super bad. Bowl, the Olympics, getting ready for March Madness in a few weeks. Uh, uh, just, gosh, baseball, baseball still having a holdout. We got all kinds of stuff going on right now. I know. It's. It's uh, it's nuts. I think uh, Major League Baseball is trying to kill itself uh, ever quicker, uh, month mm-hmm. by month here, which is really unfortunate. You know, I was um, I was looking at the um, MLB.com and and uh, did you know it's? I think it's in like the collective bargaining agreement or whatever the the uh, the players union or whatever when they have lockouts like this. Mm-hmm. It, MLB and MLB.com, they're not really allowed to even write about like current happenings in baseball. So a lot of what we've, a lot of what I've been seeing is like, how many home runs did Babe Ruth hit on Tuesdays? Like, it's just bizarre, (laughs) obscure, (laughs) only in baseball, you know, like type stuff. We haven't gotten far enough that we're we're showing the all-star Major League Baseball cornhole championships from 1972 or anything, right? We, we no. haven't got that far yet. No, no. no. <laughs> or, Thank or, goodness or, we're not in April of 2020. <laughs> or for or for pellet gun, you know the the the, the cherry pit uh, no, spitting but, contest. But, but we are missing curling tonight, guys. Oh yeah. Well, that is the Canadian version of cornhole, and that is <laughs> that is my new assertion. Because it is is the one sport where you can literally hold a beer uh-huh. and curl, much like cornhole, right? Mm-hmm. It's slightly, slightly. I mean, you're sliding something on ice, but it's right, right. You know, there's not a lot of athletic skill there. You got you got to be pretty talented. A little bit of touch, pair in one hand and the broom in the other. <laughs> you got to crew people out on the ice. They're all yelling for one another. Like every every you, seventeen minutes, you get the you get the curl. I mean, come on! Like, and and, and how did that sport get started? I don't. You know what? I don't know. What was the emphasis for that? You know what? People were just 
tired of sweeping their front porches one day and said, hey, let's go out on the frozen pond. And <laughs> Hey, honey, I found a rock. Uh, well, I bet you if Roger was here, he would know the etymology of it. It was probably some some <laughs> cow manure chips that they needed to clear the clear the way for in Canada someplace. Probably so. It's probably the 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 uh, the cleaning crew that got the uh, the rink ready for the hockey match or something. I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't know. You know. So where we, where has Roger been? I don't. I don't see. Where him. have we been? Yeah. <laughs> where, where have we all been? He's down in Venice, Florida, enjoying himself. That's where absolutely. He's, at. he's yeah. down with two two of the three of his children right now. Are they visiting? And uh, the other one's up here with fifty mile an hour wind gusts in the DC area. So I'm in the wrong place right now. But um, yeah, that, that's what he's up to. He's having fun. Good. Having a good, good time. Good. Well, that's let's talk NFL first of all. What I you know a, a little longer in the tooth than you, Eric. But I I, I got to tell you, <clears throat> I think you know from the from the final four into the Super Bowl, those were seven of those most amazing playoff games all put together. I think I've ever listened to. Yeah, it was pretty pretty amazing. I mean those those you know, uh, round to get to the, to the final two were what all four of those games were decided on the, you know, on the last, last play of the game. Yeah. Know? Last was, play of regulation and one regulation, of overtime, right? Overtime. Or, yep. Or, yep. I mean, yeah. just, just absolutely stunning. Yeah. I, the, the, the one that did it, for me was the, well, obviously I'm a huge chiefs fan. So that was that, by the way, if you have the opportunity, go on to YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, they, there is a, uh, a clip that CBS sports has where they literally clip the last one fifty four of regulation mm -hmm. and it's, it's the TV, right? So it's yeah. Jim Nance and Tony Romo and you watch it without commercials and mm. the amount of points is just, I forget how many points are scored in the last 154 of regulation, but it was, what was it like four touchdowns or something ridiculous that was I, scored in that period of time? The, the Chiefs Bills game. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. What, what did I hear? I think Patrick Mahomes had 166 yards passing after the two minute warning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, it's unbelievable. And Josh Allen played his butt off. I mean, oh, he, he Josh played Allen fantastic. played an amazing game. Yeah. Yeah. So Josh Allen kind of has a great game and never gets back on the field. Tom Brady brings the Bucks back from down 27 to three. It, it doesn't get another shot. Right. I mean, would you, it, would you think he might want to try to cover Cooper cup? I mean, yeah. I mean, gosh, Cooper Lord, cup. The one guy. He, yeah. Nobody's ever heard of him. Right. I mean, he was only like, <laughs> The triple crown for receivers, right? Most yards, yeah. most touchdowns, most receptions. We right. wouldn't want to cover him with 20-something no, no. seconds no. left to go in the game. No, 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 no. no. Yes. Oh, but what a set of amazing games. Well, and then that um, the Niners-Packers game, to me, really drove home the fact that you need to, as a franchise, and it's the same in college, although it's poo-pooed yeah. in college somewhat, you need to invest in all three phases of your football team. Yep. 
And the third phase is often neglected and special teams can come and it can haunt you and haunt you. It did in a very uh, big way, especially yeah. in a really close game, you know, bad weather game like that. Mm-hmm. And Devo Samuels, I mean, my goodness, he was incredible. Uh, I mean, he was. yeah, I just, whew, what a, I, I, it was just an amazing end to the football season. And Hey, Leslie and I hit, we, we had zero and three in our square pool. So we actually won twice at halftime and at the end of the game. So woohoo. Wow. Yeah, we were. And we Hey, were how about your place. Florida kicker for the Bengals, man? That yeah. guy is nailed. Yes. Oh. Pearson, wait, what are you 15 for 15 or something in the play? I mean, playoffs. Yeah, was, and he, he, and was he hit a bunch of deep ones. You oh know, yeah. A bunch of, yeah. Wow. 50 plus 50 yarders. Plus. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he he was he's good. He was pretty good for Florida too. He really was. Yeah. So wow. Yeah. We our kicker wasn't that good this year. <laughs> <laughs> By any chance. Hey, but I gotta give a shout out to our Florida Gators. They beat Auburn today, the number two ranked team in the country. So wow. Don't count us out. We're now on the other side of the bubble. There you go. Hey, the, the Hawkeyes had a good win on the road at Ohio State today. They beat them by 13. Uh, oh, wow. Ohio yeah. State's ranked 18th, and so this is good. They're I think they're projected as a seven seed right now, the Hawkeyes mm-hmm. are. So who, who, are the, uh, who are the teams to beat in the Big Ten? Oh, good Lord. Um, let's see. You had to ask. I would say Purdue and Wisconsin are. Purdue's are got a really field. good player, right? They've got a. They've got a couple stud. really good ones. They've got yeah. a big guy, and then they've got a guard. Um, mm-hmm. Knight, I think is his name, mm-hmm. who's excellent. And uh, in Wisconsin, Wisconsin's got uh, Davis, uh, Johnny Davis, who no one knew about a couple of years ago. He, uh, I think he got recruited by like Mankato State or something. And <laughs> boom, now he's scoring like 20 a game. So, oh, you know. yeah. Yeah. So it could go. I think the NCAA tournament's kind of wild open, wide open. Gonzaga, but, you know, it's Gonzaga, so, you know, most likely they're not going to make it. I saw Florida State was taking it to Duke uh, about an hour ago. They were up 10 in the second half or something. And, that, so. and that's in Cameron, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that could go. Uh, FSU's got a good team. Yeah, so – there's you know, usual suspects. I saw Arizona's back number three, three in the country now. So Jeff Bishop's going to be really happy. Uh, so I saw something about Gonzaga. So there are not Gonzaga, but Arizona, mm-hmm. their coach was Mark Fuse, top assistant at Gonzaga for many ah, years. Okay. And, and last year when he took over, um, you know, they have all these analytics out there and one of them is pace of play. So, how many times you possess the ball, how many shots you get, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of about 300 and change teams in Division One last year, which was his first year, mm-hmm. they were like 190th in the country in pace of play, which meant that very deliberate, very kind of slow. Uh, this year, they're number four. <laughs> ah. they've, they've completely, uh, looks like, overhauled their, their roster. They got guys that can they can run. The other wild thing, though, is while they're number four in pace of play, they're they're like the they're like the sixth tallest team in the country. Arizona is ah. so they got long, lanky, athletic guys. They can just get up and down the floor, which mm-hmm. 
kind of like uh, Houston, right? From yep, exactly from a season or so ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it, it it could end up anywhere. I we're doing an an interesting thing at our sports bar this year when it comes to gambling on March Madness. You know, with the brackets and all that. That's kind of you know, it's a lot of work for people to for fill out all those brackets and for people to put it all in, you know, keep track of it all. So what the folks are doing this year, they did a square pool like you would do for the Super Bowl. So, you know, it's a 10 by 10 grid and you and you mm-hmm. and you get a square and then it, it, they're going they're going big, big bucks on this thing. So it's one hundred dollars a square. So there's like ten thousand bucks for this square. Pool. Hello. Yeah. And, and then they're taking the six rounds of of the, the mm-hmm. March Madness playoffs. And so first round, there's thirty two winners. Right. So they're paying all those people fifty dollars. So you just have to have the right last digit of the score. You know, so if you have eight and five and the final score is you know, 78 to uh, 65, then you win, you know, and, but you're eligible all the way through the pool for those last two numbers. So there's no, there's no skill involved in it, but you kind of have something to root for in every game. Cause you're kind of rooting for your points to end up at the end. Eight and, and five, eight and five, eight five, five root for eight, five, baby. Come on. Not even eight to five. Can, can you imagine? <laughs> and so then it goes up and for the, for the championship game, it's $2,000. So can you imagine you're sitting there and the guy's, you know, foul shot at the end of the game. And if he makes it, you win $2,000. If he misses it, you lose. I mean, that's going to be, Holy that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I've never heard of anything like that before. So I'm curious to see how it goes. It kind of, the payouts double for every round. So the first round it's 50, second round 100, then 200, 400. 800 and then 2000. So of course there's a lot fewer games as it goes up, but anyway, just something different. Yeah. That's cool. So how, how are your nationals going to do this year and your Cubs, Eric? I mean, you're, you're, you're like in rebuild mode. uh, It's really annoying. Yeah. I mean, I know we talked about this last summer and fall some, Mm -hmm. but you know, trading away all your best players from both teams with the exception of, uh, Juan Soto, you know, it's like, how do you think he feels? Well, <laughs> probably not great, but, mm-hmm. and, and by that, uh, came out that he turned down a $350 million contract extension from the Nats right before the lockout started. Wow. Came out, I think it was two days ago. So okay. I don't know. I don't know what all is up with that. He's a Scott Boris guy. So, mm-hmm. you know, that that's, uh, Man, Scott Boris, that that whole model that he has put together, the the empire that he has is pretty unbelievable uh, mm. in baseball. And almost none of the guys, Dan, that he mm. represents that are good for the Nationals have stayed with the Nationals. Yeah, uh, really. You know, the only one has been Strasburg, and hell, Strasburg got hurt. <laughs> That was the one you didn't want to have stay, right? <laughs> Pretty much. We would have been all right if we would have just kept it the way it was, as far as I'm concerned. Let him make thirty million. You don't need to pay him forty five. You know, even though he did a hell of a hell of a job in the uh World Series and then the playoffs. But yeah, it's they all wind up going elsewhere. And you know, I was okay with Bryce Harper leaving, but not really with Anthony Rendon. And I know he hasn't been healthy, but right. Rendon was 
Rendon was awesome with us and seeing Trey Turner and Max Scherzer leave and all the other good players. And I don't know. I mean, I, I think I, the other thing too is like the, the Cubs and the nationals really didn't do anything in that brief free agent period before the lockout. So it's like, I'm not really sure what their, what their game plans are for, for the year. And you know, if, when we'll have a year? I mean, I think mm-hmm. they. I think something came out today, right? That we're now like spring training is going to open they, late. They canceled the first week of spring training games or something to March fifth or something like yeah. that. I saw, which is you know, yeah. in Florida, this is a huge time of year. You know, March is, you know, everybody gets you know, sun comes out, warms up into the eighties and. Spring training baseball is here and spring break and everybody's flocking to Florida. Yeah. So. My parents live uh, five minutes from the Braves brand new facility mm-hmm. in, uh, what is it? Northport, I think. Um, okay. Are and, they splitting uh, it with somebody or is it just theirs? I, I think it's just the Braves. Oh, wow. You know, they were, they yeah. were at Walt Disney World for the longest time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beautiful spring training facility there. Yeah. I think it's I think it's a wise thing for teams to share. Um, I know that mm-hmm. the the Nationals and the Astros do, um, right? And I know that there are others down there that that share as well. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So what a who knows how it'll all end up. I hope they play. I mean, it, it, I, baseball I can't be stupid enough to not play. I mean, they're they're already getting their butts kicked. They they need to play. Yeah, unfortunately, never underestimate how stupid baseball can be. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just good. Good Lord. They're, they're the dumbest of all four. Um, they yeah. can't get out of their own way. And they have an aging, uh, aging group of fans. They're not filling it in with young, uh, young viewers, yeah. which is, you know, the only way you can hope to fill that in is if you play. Um, <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> you know, and, and have interesting uh, interesting stars, you know, that people want to root for, or maybe even root against, um, yep. you know, and all that. But I, I, I want baseball. I need baseball, even if my teams stink. <laughs> I, I am with you. I love baseball. Yeah. It's just the 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 constant pace of it. It's <clears throat> every day. You don't get too high or low with any one game. It's I don't know. It's just such a different sport than any other sport. And then when you're in the moment. You're just in this anticipation that you're hoping something bad doesn't happen most of the time. It's it's kind of weird. Baseball's kind of different. You're, that you're in that with me, yeah, yeah. Hoping yeah. something bad, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because your team, and then and then I still marvel by at the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, I still am amazed at how that franchise has figured out to be competitive and you know, win division titles against both the Red Sox and the Yankees. It just totally blows my mind. It, it, yeah. If you look at like their starting pitching rotation, you're going like, huh? But you know, they probably have 35 relievers that they're going to break up during the season. I mean, it's, it's so much of it doesn't make sense, but it, it, but it works. And it's, it's like the money ball 2.0 um, yeah. from, from Billy Bean and the A's like they've, they've been able to achieve even more than the A's and, mm-hmm. and the A's have remained very solid down through the years Yep. Um, with this whole concept of getting a bunch of, you know, you know, investing in your farm system and then going out and getting a bunch of guys that nobody wants. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, and being strategic about it. Have you seen the movie Moneyball, by the way? I, yes, I think I did. Good yes. movie. Good yeah. movie. I, I, think I haven't watched I might it. I have to watch it again on Netflix or something. Yeah, but it, it, I'd like to. I don't think it had audio description. I don't know if it does now or not. I'd have to. There's some yeah. great dialogue, but I'd love to watch it with description. But mm-hmm. uh, I think, was it Brad Pitt, right? He's Billy yep. Bean. Yep, yep. Uh, that would be good. Well, I, uh, Rick, uh, we probably should hear from some of us. Hopefully, we've got a, a, a listener or two out there. Should well, we? Yeah, Pelican, how are you this evening? Yeah, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, guys. I'm doing great. Uh, Donna Browning has been here waving her hand and saying, hey, guys, what about Oh, me? Donna Sunshine. Hey, All guys. Right. Hey, hey, hey. Our, how are you doing? Our, our Virginia-based Oakland A's fan. How are so, you doing? So Virginia beat Miami today in basketball. Ah. Yeah. And, you know, my Rams won. So, you know, I'm so happy. Oh, well, <laughs> yes. you you are. I don't know many Rams fans, so congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that's my West Coast team. Remember, I have East Coast, West Coast teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We won't say anything about my East Coast team because they're a pitiful mess right now. Anyhow. Are you um, uh, are you a West Coast rapper fan or East Coast rapper? Tupac, <laughs> Biggie. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, my, uh, I only have two West Coast teams. Period. Oh, okay. Yeah, my other one is the Oakland A's that Dan mentioned. Yes. Well, I got to uh, talk about you, Washington located folks. So the, the Commanders, it took two years to come up with the Commanders? Yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, it's uh, like, lame sauce. Oh, I heard somebody <laughs> in the like, background they, saying, and their uniforms are yeah, so ugly. Like, <laughs> what are we in command of? You know, why'd you name us that? We're not in command of nothing. It's like, yeah, I'm just like, and so what do we do as fans, right? Because the Redskins were known as the Skins, right? You, you, right. you abbreviate. The Nationals are the Nats, right, Donna? Yeah, What exactly. do you do with the Commanders? What are the Manders? Like the, the, co- the Manders? I don't the know. Durs? What do you do there? Yeah, the, 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 yeah, we can't the Commandos? You go with the Commandos? Yeah. 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 Maybe oh, everybody should go to the game Commando. I don't know. Yeah. Whoa, there Whoa. you go. Yeah. You should have called us the Comets because we're way out there already. <laughs> <laughs> It's a total mess. I mean, it's yes. the most disturbing thing. But, you know, hey, at least the best thing about one of the best things about the Super Bowl, other than mm-hmm. um, us winning, take a guess what I'm going to say. There's a certain person that wasn't on the field, and I was very happy about that. <laughs> the best thing. Take a guess. The best thing. Who wasn't that? on the field that's usually on the field for Super Bowls these days? Oh, I thought you were going to say the halftime show. Sure. Oh, no, Brady. He wasn't on the field. Oh, Tom Brady. Thank oh, you, God. Yes. He wasn't on the field. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, that, that made it all happy, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but he still got his share of the limelight because he announced his retirement before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I think I think he likes attention, but yeah, you know. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was that was kind of weird how that went down, right? I mean, it totally was. Reporters leak it out, and yeah. it just it didn't feel right. It was weird. It totally was, and Dan, you have to come to to the Virginia Washington area. They got, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you want to bet on stuff, they got some new voting places popping oh, up yeah. all over well, the region. It, isn't Baltimore? Doesn't Baltimore have um? Have well, Baltimore does, now? but uh, yeah. now you can go to the Nationals Park and yeah, and bet on anything you want. 
At the yeah. park. Yep. At the park. Yeah. At the park. Right. Really? I assume I not on the game uh, itself, but you could. Yeah. But no, other it's games? like a. It's a beautiful four thousand square foot. Uh, gambling. I, is it? It's either MGM or Caesars. I think it's Caesars. So it's like a casino, Caesars. like yeah. a casino inside the ballpark. It's it's just a uh, it's a sports book. Yeah. Um, sports bar. We can book. Yeah, it's we can, a sports bar. Yeah, where and they got all these. They they've got TVs everywhere, and they got you know. I mean, monitors are everywhere, and it's oh. really nice. I saw I saw what it looked like. It's right yeah. next to the center field entrance at Nationals mm-hmm. Park. Yeah. Well, that is, so you could like go there and root for the Nats and then bet on all the other games while you're mm-hmm. there. Oh, that's mm-hmm. that is pretty wild. Yeah, well, they have it at uh, Capital One Arena as well. Yep, I was right gonna say that to too. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where the the Capitals and the Wizards play. Yeah. Do they have um, like? Do they have the gaming tables? Can you do craps or? I don't know. I, I don't that kind of stuff. Pie gal, this is just like strictly sports book. This is just sports book. Just the one not. Yeah, the one at the stadium didn't look like it had any of that in it. Uh, just sports. Yeah, you can yeah. just go eat and vote on who. I you think are. Maryland is the only state right around here where you can go play table games. Yeah, Virginia is sports gambling, and in the district is mm. sports gambling. So yeah, wow. That well, that's kind of interesting, though. I mean, yeah, people would be to- cheering at the game and not have anything to do with the Nats. So, Eric, what do you yes. think about uh, Virginia wanting to uh, bring the uh, Washington team into Virginia? Um, I, I don't want anything to do with that franchise, frankly. I mean, they're going to. Yep. They're going to bring them way out. It yep. won't be Alexandria Arlington. It'll be nope. probably about 45 minutes outside D.C. Yeah. Um, or even right? Richmond. I mean, they have a practice areas in Richmond or near it. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it makes no sense why. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, it's one of my teams, but I don't right. think they need to be in Virginia. Uh, no, I, fans are saying no to it. Well, the the Virginia uh, legislature, though, they've created a uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, sports authority or whatever, a committee to explore this and, and bringing them, uh, identifying uh, uh, spots in Northern Virginia where a stadium could, could be built. Um, I, I think, ultimately, the best the best ending for everybody is if they just blow up RFK stadium where the Redskins used to play and build a new one there and build a new one there because there's a Metro stop there. It's in the city. Um, it, it, to me, that just, it makes the most sense, but I don't know. They're, they're just a horrible franchise. They're off. they're, They're run very poorly. Yep. And, and, uh, there doesn't seem to be like this, huge appetite. Virginia has really only recently uh, gotten interest in this. And part of it is that their headquarters, the, the uh, com- commanders, God, I can't get used to that. Uh, their headquarters are in Ashburn, Virginia, which is out uh-huh. near Dallas Airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. So. And I just don't understand why our 
legislature took temp from things that they could be doing to do something like that. I just think it's a waste of time. But uh, yeah. I mean, this is why I have more than one team. Okay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, you have you do this because uh, I do it because that way I I don't you know I still run the risk of being disappointed. You know. Because they're do you have an emotional hedge? Is that why you keep multiple teams so you don't get down too much? (laughs) (laughs) Probably, but let me just say there have been many years where the Rams weren't great. Um, So I do know how to lose. When you are a Washington fan, you do learn how to lose. Uh, Oh, yeah. And then when you're a Washington fan, period. Okay. (laughs) Being a fan of almost any team in Washington, you learn how to lose. Mm. Well, that definitely was true for the Tampa Bay uh, set of franchises for for a long yeah. time. But we and had, a, a we had a quite a role fans, last year. So. Oh, yes. Uh, there yeah. you go. Oh, a hell of a role. Yeah. And and, and frankly, D.C., you know, yeah. in 18, the Capitals, Capitals won. won. In 19, yeah. the Nationals won. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. a good couple yeah. of years there. Yeah. 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 But uh, and then March Madness is coming. I'm excited. I don't think Virginia... I hope I'm wrong because, you know, they're my team, but I, I don't think we're good enough to get into it this year and really win back our, um, you know, to and keep the title home. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm wrong, but they're just not looking quite that good. And because mm-hmm. there's some teams, if they're that good, they should have beat them, and they didn't. Right. Uh, were you champions, I, like, for, like, two years, basically? Right, literally, yeah. And, um, you know, I'm concerned what uh, Florida State's going to do to them. But, hey, maybe if we beat Miami, I don't know. So, I don't know. We, they're surprising me some days, some days not. But, um, sure. you know, I'm I'm having great hopes they'll do better, and I'm thinking. But I'm just trying to be realistic here, you know, um, so that I don't get hurt too bad. But I just just from what I'm seeing, you know, they're still building. From We lost some really good guys. Uh, and it was really bad at the beginning. I don't know if you knew, but I mean, some of the game we lost, we didn't do really well at the beginning at all the, during the beginning of this year. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, but we are improving, but I, I just don't know if it's going to be enough. Um, so, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, they, they're trying, but I'm, I'm excited for March Madness and uh, just want to say good luck to you guys. And, uh, you know, if we end up playing each other, May the best team win, and I'm sure we'll discuss all that before it's all over. And I look forward to talking to you next time about more about March Madness. And oh, and, um, and Don, I forgot to. Ask, so, what was your what was your adult beverage of choice tonight? <clears throat> well, since I don't do adult beverages, I don't know what that means. But uh, you know, as far as me being adult, but um, I'm just doing <laughs> right now. I'm just doing my water and green drink. I'm doing my healthy drink and my water. Uh, green drink. What what yeah, makes a, it green? It's called eight grains. Eight grains. Yep. You put it in your water and it yeah. sounds and like it's, bread. It's like yeah. it, it, it gets all the greens in you uh, that you would need to eat in uh, a day or more. Because mm. uh, none of us eat everything we're supposed to in a day. You can't. There's no way. It's too much to eat in one day. But uh, oh yeah, I mean you can't get chocolate and ice cream. Oh, no, I mean, I cookies. Mean you, you can't get all that in in one day. You need something to supplement that. <laughs> the foundation of the food pyramid. That's hey, right. Don't worry. I've had, I had my ice cream before I talked to you. So, oh, right. good. You know, I, and I had, oh, and um, for dinner, I had, um, speaking of sports, I had um, 
hot dogs with you know the, all the works on, with the chili oh, and the cheese and all that. So I was getting prepared for your call. So. You're already chosen for some baseball. Let's do it. There you go. Yeah. So let's pray they uh, do something. But I've enjoyed talking to you guys. Bye, Donna. Have Bye. a good night. Have a good night. I wonder if we're going to hear from either one of our Buffalo fans this week. I mean, they have to be still reeling a little bit about that Kansas City Chiefs game. I mean, Josh Allen, man, he played he played good. And Gabriel Davis, I got to give a shout out to UCF's own Gabriel Davis. I mean, wow. Something. I mean, yeah, I, you know, people would have been talking about his efforts even more had they won that game. But but four touchdowns, 200 and something yards receiving, that's pretty amazing. It is. Yeah. That's getting it done. Yeah. I mean, I tell you. Oof. Of course, in, the, in my playoff fantasy pool, I had Stefan Diggs, who had three catches for seven yards. So Yeah, I think everybody did. <laughs> <laughs> but, but by the way, yeah, did you yes. did you catch any of the Pro Bowl or the the skills competition before it? It was I did not. Crazy. Please tell Eric how was the so, skills competition? The skills competition was nuts. So they had this <laughs> wild. It was uh, the receivers. I only saw. I only watched the receivers. But so it was like Stephon Diggs, Tyree Kill. Um, Justin Jefferson mm-hmm. and a couple of really crappy wide receivers there. Yeah. 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 Oh, and, and they let Trayvon Diggs. Okay. The, the defensive back the corner from, from, from uh, Dallas. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Had like 11. He, he caught more passes than Stefan did in the play. No, just kidding. But no, <laughs> they, so this is like the slam dunk contest. They uh, they had props on the field. Uh, Literally, they drove a truck onto the field hmm. and uh, for Stefan Diggs, and he set out like a, a, a folding table and mm-hmm. laid his jersey on the center of the folding table. Yeah, got up on the flatbed of the truck. One of the I think it was Kirk Cousins. They had Kirk Cousins and some other quarterback. Oh, Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. out there uh, throwing to the receivers. Yeah. He caught it in midair, uh, jumping off the truck, the flat yeah. side of the truck, caught it in midair and sat on the table, um, ah. like all in one motion. It was wow. nuts. He leaped and caught it and sat down. They, yeah. uh, Tyree Kill um, – Run, ran at like full speed, caught a ball like I think it was like over the shoulder, mm-hmm. a back shoulder catch, and he had his five-year-old son right there with his arms in a circle like a basket, right, like a uh-huh. basketball hoop. Like, yeah, he caught it and in one motion like tried to slam the ball through his through his <laughs> child's. Basket arms, like just <laughs> ridiculous. Like he, uh-huh. he, so the whole thing started where they they put a they put like a telephone booth, yeah, out onto the field, and he went in and he came out with a cheetah cape on. Oh, I was going to say, but you say a Superman cape, a cheetah. Cape. Yeah, no, it was a cheetah cape. Okay, cheetah pattern. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> and just like I don't know, man. It was, 
It was crazy. Well, they, they um, then, then in the Pro Bowl, like I would never watch the Pro Bowl, but Tyler was mm. so sad that like mm. football, there wasn't going to be much football left. Yeah. So I sat there and watched that abomination of a game for a little bit. <laughs> they had Trayvon on Stefan Diggs. Yeah. They, they paired him up during mm. the game. And then at a certain point, they put Trayvon on offense and they let Stefan come in on defense and they were covering one another that way too. It was, <laughs> it was wild. Uh, 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 that's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in Vegas, right? I mean, that's, if you're going to go to a pro bowl, that's the place to go. Oh yeah. Oh, it, definitely. It, will it be there for, forevermore now? Do you think? Um, I don't know. I hope so. You know, yeah. the, the other thing that was going on that weekend was the NHL all-star uh-huh. game and competition. I was in Vegas as well. Mm-hmm. And they had skills competitions set up. Uh, uh, one of the, one of the venues was the, uh, the fountains at the Bellagio. Okay. They iced over that area. Mm-hmm. And they, oh, really? they had, How yeah, did they, they make that, that happen. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't it was very cool. Like, yeah. And uh, Derek Carr, they were doing um, some sort of like slap shot competition or whatever. Yeah. And uh, one of the Golden Knights was participating and um, he was getting ready to go up and try a shot. And Derek Carr comes out and sets down a football and mm-hmm. says, hey, I want to see. And obviously, this is all like pre set up ahead of time. Sure. I want to see how hard you can hit this. Mm-hmm. And so the guy hit it and it went like, went like 40 miles an hour, which is pretty crazy to get a football going. Yeah. Cause I, you know, a little piece of vulcanized rubber can go like hundred and some miles an hour. Right. Right. For a slap shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the guy hit it and it eased here. Thud. It was like, oof, <laughs> but it went 40. Uh, wow. Well, you know, yeah. We have a lot of family in Vegas. If if they put Major League Baseball in Vegas, they could talk me into moving out there. <laughs> <laughs> they got cocky now. They got football. They're getting close, you know. So yeah. Well, guys, Rick, have we? Yeah, and we got, got some, some other folks. You yeah. sure do. Area code six two six, please. Six two six. Yes. Who's this? Hi, it's Charles from LA County. I want to talk about March Madness. My UCLA Bruins are going to surprise people again this year. A lot of injuries uh, that are healing up. Mm-hmm. Like Jaime Hawkins, uh, bad ankles are healing up. Uh, the center, um, <laughs> my memory is gone. But anyway, the center had uh, injury to his knees is healing up. A mm-hmm. uh, couple of guys that are in slumps, Jules Bernard and Johnny Zuzang are, are coming around. And then more, more, more importantly, I think is the guy off the bench um, who had, was out with a, a concussion for several weeks, mm-hmm. came back Tuesday, scored 18 points uh, and, and did the guard duties because uh, uh, the, the regular guard was, uh, was, bench because of disciplinary problems and, and they also have this kid who's a center who has a 7-4 wingspan who's just improved over the year he's a transfer from Rutgers 
and he just dominated the boards on Tuesday. So I think UCLA is going to really surprise a lot of people like they did last year. And that's because of the great coach, Cronin, who has really emphasized uh, defense and team play and uh, has really brought the Bruins back from a long time ago. And I think that they're going to, you know, do well in the, in the, in the, in the, in the March Madness. But I also think that Gonzaga is going to do well. So it's gonna, I think it's going to be a West Coast finish again. Ooh. Although it wasn't quite last time, but I think this year will be a West Coast finish. So you said so. it's Char- it's Charles, right? Is it Charles? Charles, right? Yes. So Charles, first tell us what's your adult beverage uh, this evening? Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Oh, you can't go wrong I'm old, with the man. Miller Lite. <laughs> One of my best I'm friends uh, likes a few Miller Lights in the evening. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I was at UCLA in the '60s. Oh, back in the heyday. I remember. Yeah, right. I remember seeing Lou Cream in, in the bookstore. He was so tall; he just towered over everyone. Oh, so amazing! It's been great over, over Charles, the past years. Charles, let me ask you because last year I thought the Pac-12 got no love, and they really right. played well in the tournament. So, do you think are they are they getting their due respect this year, or do you think they're they're still getting overlooked as a conference? Well, I think Arizona, UCLA, SC, Oregon are going to go into the tournament. I don't know anyone else, um, but I think that those four will get into the tournament for sure, and a couple others probably will be lower seeds. Yep. So I, I think that's not bad. That's 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 a good good representation there, and I bet they'll get a couple more in too. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Had Oregon handle my Hawkeyes last year in the second round? Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Oh, about the Rams. Yeah, I was happy that they won, but I'm really a Chargers fan. Uh, the Rams are gone for over 20 years. Yeah, and now they remind me of the New York Yankees of the past. When they want something, they go out and buy it. You know, Cronky uh, has so much money, he doesn't know what to do with it. I, so I, 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 yeah. I, 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 except for really dumb moves on fourth down by uh, Staley, I think mm-hmm. the Chargers would have been in the playoffs too. Mm-hmm. And with uh, Justin Agreed. Herbert, mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, he, he really could, um, uh, you know, make a, make a, a difference in, in, the, in, the, in, in those games. Oh, he is a, he's going to be a phenomenon for the next decade. He's, he's, yeah. he's really he's got good. some nice receivers and Austin Eckler. And yeah. That's, yeah. 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 Got yeah. a nice offense. Yeah. And daily made some dumb moves. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Matthew Stafford, you know, they, everybody, you know, Detroit has struggled for so long and I've, I've been on a couple of, uh, Ubers with people who live in Detroit, and they said, "Well, I guess it wasn't Matthew Stafford's fault all these years." <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. He proved he could win with the right people around him. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, got to credit the Rams for that getting him. Yeah, they don't have a first round draft choice for what about five or six years or something like that. They've traded them all away. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah until twenty six, I think. Yeah, pretty, pretty amazing. But yeah. hey. They got a Super Bowl, so. Yep. Okay. All right. right. Thanks. 
Thanks, Charles. Good luck to the Bruins. Then, See ya. Okay, bye. Gene Mann. Ah, Man. Buffalo fan. Buffalo yeah, fan. Yes, I am. Always will be. And and Eric, I have to tell you, I said some not very nice things about your Chiefs at the end of that game. I bet I, you did. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and everybody I talked to the next couple of days afterwards said, I used words I never used when that game ended. You know, we, <laughs> we, we were so sure we had it. And it just went away so quickly. Oh, well. It was an unbelievable game, Jane. I mean, just an mm-hmm. unbelievable game. It, it really was. And, and you know, it's funny because, I mean, nobody scored like they did in that game at the end. But all the playoff games were decided by, like, you know, either something at the last minute, mostly field goals. But not all. Most of them. Mm-hmm. And that, that day I was talking to my brother and I said, you know, last week all the home teams won but one. And this week all the visiting teams are winning but I just have this awful feeling that there's going to be one that doesn't. And I just have this awful feeling that's going to be us. Mm-hmm. And my sister-in-law's in the background saying, oh, you two be quiet, you know. And sure <laughs> enough. Yep, sure enough. So, but, so uh, honestly, Gene, the, the game that the Bills played against the Patriots was, oh, was a perfect so football fun. game. That was. With the exception of like a what they miss a field goal and a PAT or something, I he forget, missed a couple extra points on touchdowns. P- yeah. yeah, there yeah. you go, two PATs. Yeah. But that was a perfect game that yeah. they played. Otherwise, yeah. like I have to say, I was glad I was sitting home in my living room watching that one because it was like I don't know five degrees or something in Buffalo that night. And yeah, my brother said that nobody sat down. They said everybody was you know wearing so many layers of clothes there wasn't room to sit down in the seats. And of course it was such an exciting game that everybody just stood for the whole game. Yeah. I mean, I felt a little sorry for New England, but not too sorry. Not, not sorry at all. I <laughs> no, bet. No, I'm sorry. Not, not sorry. Yeah. Yes. No, I, I no. really didn't feel sorry for him either, but I was being polite. So, 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 so Gene, you know, do you, you think know, we, you think we need to change the, the, uh, the overtime rules for the NFL? What's your vote on that? Well, you know, yeah, except I was listening to somebody one day and he said, you know, if, if, if you don't want the other team to win in overtime and you're on defense, don't let them win, you know, so I don't know. I mean, I, I really felt in that particular game, whoever won the coin toss was going to win because both win. defenses were so spent. They yep. had, they were just gone. Yeah, yep, it was definitely an offensive game. But, you know, if you think about it, baseball does the same thing, don't they? You go into overtime, whoever scores first wins. Well, the, the other team gets a chance. I mean, they both get their three outs. Yeah. Oh, do they? I, mm-hmm. they yeah. change the rules. It used to be that whoever got scored first won. I don't yeah, pay that yeah. much attention to baseball anymore. Yeah. But what so. they do now is they put a runner on second base, which I kind of actually like that because the games don't yeah. go on till like three in the morning. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's interesting was we kept postponing board meetings and, you know, committee meetings and stuff during the playoffs because everybody had teams that were, were in the playoffs. And yep. none of the teams made it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you had you had you had your your Buccaneers and yep. uh, Jeff Tom. We were supposed to do something, and he had he was a 49ers fan. Yep. And Dan Dillon was a Titans fan, and I can't remember everybody else. Oh, uh, Michael Michael Garrett. He's was a, a Cowboys Cal- fan. Yep. 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 Every one of us had a team that was in the playoffs, so we kept we, postponing because we wanted to watch. We the all game. lost. That's yep, right. Every one of us. Yep. So. Wah. Yep. Yep. And even the Chiefs, 
Now, were you rooting against the Chiefs the next week? Against oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. When Cincinnati I won, I, I said, done the same. Yeah. When Cincinnati won, I said the Chiefs got just what they deserve. Uh, I never thought it was going to happen, but yep, I, oh, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah. But then I didn't really get to watch the Super Bowl because one of my I saw the first quarter and one of my friends came over and she said, my husband's at a Super Bowl party and I know your team's not in it. So, and I had it on in the background, but she stayed for the whole rest of the game. So I never got to watch it. Oh, so, she did, she didn't watch the game. She just came over to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. She wanted something to do that night. And, and NFL had, channel had it on all week, but I just like, you know, it was over. I didn't really care anymore. So. So how, how are your Buffalo Blue Jays going to do uh, this year? I don't know. I hope they do well. I mean, even though they're back in Toronto, you know, I, I, I always root for them, especially since they played in Buffalo for a while. Yeah. So, yeah. They, they, they have one heck of a hitting lineup. I mean, they are loaded. Yeah. I, I, I don't think they, they have the, the kids of the former all-stars, right? They, or they do. They had, uh, <laughs> they had um, um, BGO's son and, uh, Glad's son and um, oh, the shortstop. Gosh, I can't think of. Um, um, I'm trying to think of what his name is now, but yep. Um, shoot, it's been blanking out on it. But he's really, really good. They're a shortstop. Yep. Um, his dad played for the Colorado Rockies there. Yeah. yeah Bichette, Bichette, right? Bichette, Bichette. That's it. Bichette. Yeah. 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 No, I pay attention to the scores, but I don't really know any of the players. So, mm. yeah. So, so yeah. what do you think Gronk's going to do? Do you think he's going to retire too? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't heard yet, but that was that was where Brady knew all along he was going to retire. He just wanted to be the one to announce it. Mm-hmm. Yep. One of the late night guys did this funny thing with Gronk and Brady where like, they were like, Okay, Gronk, I'm going to set you free now. You can go and play with <laughs> you kind of like Tom Brady had finally released him to go and play with all the other animals. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty funny. <laughs> but those guys, what a combo, you know? Yeah. yeah. And uh but you know they're close. I, I remember right at the end of the season, Gronk needed, I think one more catch to get like a million dollar bonus. And they were beating somebody, uh, the, the Carolina Panthers by like three or four touchdowns. And all of a sudden Brady and Gronk came running back on the field and they threw one like five yard pass to Gronk. And then they both left. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Gronk is originally from Buffalo too. Is he really? Yeah. 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 But he didn't play. Co- he didn't play college. Where did he play college? It was. Um, ah, dang it! I can't think now. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how long he. You know, if he if he grew up here or how long he lived here. But I know he was originally from Buffalo at some point. Okay. Yeah. He played so, like Arizona, like something really weird. I feel like he might have. I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to yeah. Google that one and find out. Yeah. 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 Well, Gene, I th- thanks for calling. Oh, what's your adult beverage of the evening? Actually, I'm not drinking anything, but I've been working on membership this week, so if there was something in the house, I wouldn't be drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> How's your membership doing in, in, in New York? 
I think we're going to be down a little bit this year. Mm -hmm. we, raised, we raised our dues, so I think we might be down a little bit. Where are you all going to have the uh, your convention this year? It's going to be here in Albany. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. It's kind of it's kind of like the well, as far as where our chapters are, it's the most centrally located place in the state. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we get a few more from upstate and a few from downstate, and we'll see what happens. Hopefully, it'll be all all in person this year. No, well, I don't know if we'll ever get away with no virtual anymore, but. Can you guys like afford to ever do anything in the city? It seems like it would be cost prohibitive. With the uh, hotel we have not prices. had convention in the city since probably, geez, I think we might have had one in the eighties, maybe. Now yeah. it's, it's, it costs too much down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we've had a, a, a couple conventions run by New York City, but they've had them up here in Albany. Okay, but, um, I don't see that happening. So it's going to be a going to be a state run one this year. So, Good. Yeah. Yep. So maybe you'll well, have to come and see us in person sometime. Maybe I keep getting invited to come to New York when things aren't, you know, pandemics hit. Things go uh, weird. <laughs> Michael Lurie invited me to come to Long Island when when um, when the hurricane hit. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's that right. was really yep. wild, too. It was like people didn't being from Florida. They were like, well, the hurricane's coming, but we think we're still going to have the convention. I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. I don't know. You may not have any power. You may have water in the basement. You know, you were, yeah. Yeah, no, Sandy kind of did a number. The hotel didn't have any power. And then they started using it as a kind of a home base for all the, you know, volunteers that were, were, were working. So yeah, yeah kind of blew us out of the water that year. Yeah. That was pretty well, wild. Rebecca and I had a good time in 2010. I think it was uh, Westchester. Mm. I missed that one. Yeah, I, South, I was supposed to go to that one. The I, city. I had food poisoning or something. I'd had some shrimp the night before and, you know, didn't make that one. So, okay. Another time. So, guys, I was correct, at least according to the Echo, Rob Gronkowski played college football at Arizona. Huh. Arizona. <clears throat> I would never connected those for some reason. And I believe he played with Nick Foles. At Arizona for at hmm. least a couple of years. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Well, well maybe you got go. a scholarship there and you got to go where the scholarships are. So, yeah. Well, hey, it's warm. <laughs> there you go. Cold. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so windy and cold here. And it was snowing when I came in a little while ago. So, and it's awful because, you know, it's like 50 one day and 20 the next. And I'm just sick of it. I just want it all to be over. Uh, well, I, no, com no comment spring. from Florida, but I got to yeah, tell you, I, I'm ready for spring myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We well, James, down there, they call and they complain it's 40 degrees, and they, we said we'd love to feel 40 degrees. Mm -hmm. so. Anyway, well, thanks, Gene. Next night, year, everybody. as as yep. we used to say, as Florida Gator fans, can't wait till next year. Yeah, yeah, it's such a long <laughs> time to wait and such a long season to go through again, but that's what you got to do. It is. So. God, I love the NFL season. Oh my goodness. Me too. I hate to see it end. But Josh yes, Allen agreed. will Josh Allen, if he doesn't get hurt, will win some Super Bowls. I he better yes, he will. believe it. As a bill, as a bill, he better win them. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Have right. a good night, Gene. Have a good okay. night, guys. All right. Bye. 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 John Gassman. John oh, the Gassman. Gassman. Hello. Oh, 
Yeah, another. See, you, know, you said earlier you don't know many Rams fans. Well, how many have we had on tonight? Four or five of us at least. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I I will tell you that the, the one game, the Buffalo-Kansas City game, reminds me a lot of the Kansas City Ram game back in 2018. Our Monday night game when they just went at it. Oh, my goodness. 54-51, yes. very mm-hmm. similar. So great game and that you're right that that week those weekends leading up to the super bowl some of the most exciting last minute football i can ever remember and they were great they were all everything was very was terrific i i'm very happy with the the way things of course turned out and i did something this year that i did back when the angels were in the world series in 2002 i recorded pretty much everything i recorded Mm -hmm. the la times articles I recorded the NFC game and also the uh, Super Bowl with the Rams feed. And, you, and you know, that's how I learned how to use Reaper a little bit by by using it. So I don't know when I'll listen to it again, but I mean, I've got it. I've you know, So it's, it's kind of fun to have and uh, take a look at all the, the things that people were talking about as uh, the game went along. So it was a, a fun year. And, you know, everybody should do that when they... Uh, when their team gets into a major event like the Super Bowl or World Series or, or whatever. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of good stuff on the horizon. We'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know what the Rams are going to do. They they could win a couple more. They certainly have the talent if they don't have to uh, let some of them go based upon salaries. But, again, you know, they're, they're not going to get a draft pick until, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know when it is, five, <laughs> six, seven years ago. But they went in just to win this year and you know i guess you got to do it when you have the opportunity so hopefully reminds me of the oakland raiders back in the 80s and 90s right they didn't right. care they would just get these good guys and trade away a draft they didn't care they were playing yeah. for the day you know playing yeah. for the year yeah absolutely yankees did the same thing for a lot of the, the 1990s you know so mm-hmm. and the redskins tried a couple times and just failed miserably <laughs> You got to be close uh, enough to make it worthwhile. I mean, because if you're not close enough, it's going to come back and nail you in the the long run. But if you're close, you know, why not? I mean, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose and you got to be lucky, too. You do. Yeah. Any of those teams, those last uh, eight eight teams could have could have won the Super Bowl. Oh, absolutely. It was really that close. And Buffalo yeah. will be good for years to come. And if Joe Burrow gets himself an offensive line that can protect him, he's going to be good, and, the, and that team will be pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's going to be tough. There's some good teams out there, good young teams, and a lot of the good young quarterbacks are now in the AFC. So we'll see what the mm-hmm. NFC does to counter that. Yep. Now, the Bengals, John- the Bengals defense. I was reading they replaced seven starters from last season to this season. So they only had four guys from the 2020 season starting. Hmm. And and this whole bit about, well, it takes time to, to have, you know, it takes a couple of years for you to get, you know, who you want or who you need, get people to, to, to gel as a team. Well, that defense, it took, uh, it took less than a season yeah. for them to, to, to do it. It was crazy. Don't you think the NFL more than any other sport? I mean, teams can be terrible and be in the Super Bowl a couple of years later. It's that mm-hmm. fluid in the NFL. It's 
It's amazing. I think people. If you have good player personnel, people. If you've got really good player personnel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and people move around. They they don't stay with their teams very long. They go where the money is, and and people move around a lot more in the NFL than they do, I think, in any other sport. And with the salary cap, they can't afford to keep them all, right? So they they got it. They have to move. Yeah. Hey, John. Now you were talking about your recording, so. I assume you're recording uh, like radio broadcasts or yes. yeah, radio because mm. I get more description that way. So and so yeah, I I go with the radio. I've done I've gotten Laker games in the past when they've won and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of MLB stuff. So so when you so when you're when you're there and, and your team's in the Super Bowl like the Rams were this year, do you listen on the radio? Do you have the television on at all so you can catch the commercials sometimes and all that I, stuff? Yeah, sometimes I do. Um, yeah, I, I, I have radio. Uh, this year we had the LA feed going. In the other room, Larry has uh, Sirius XM. Okay, so he had he could flip back and forth with the other the other teams, and we had Westwood One going as well just to kind of love see what Westwood one. talking about so, yeah they did a good job all of them did a good job yeah. well i was at my mom's today when the florida gator game was on so i couldn't listen to it on the radio because i was in her assisted living apartment so leslie and i were listening to it on the tv it they're just talking. I mean, you almost have to tell from the crowd noise whether they've hit a three, mm-hmm. made a foul mm-hmm. shot, you know. And and so it's, you know, television broadcasters do not tell you what's going on during the game very much anymore, no. especially the newer breed, you know. They, no, they're they, right. They, they really, so I had my iPhone, and I was actually asking my iPhone what the score was while I was watching it on TV. <laughs> So I could keep make sure it was a three pointer when I thought it was a three pointer and that kind of stuff. It was pretty wild. You know, now, can you listen to a college basketball game on your iPhone, or is it? Are they sub- uh, contracted with some network? Tune in, tune in, is tune it? in. Uh, tune in now makes you pay to listen. They didn't used to uh, for college, so you have to pay. I think it's like thirteen ninety five a month. Wow. Uh, for their premium package. But what what that gets you is not just college basketball. It gets you the NFL. It gets you, I believe, also hockey um, and and college football. But it's – the quality isn't very good. The The sound isn't that oh, great really? a lot of the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's sort of disappointing. I have a question for you, John. So is uh, Marie uh, – Maurice Jones Drew, right? Isn't he yes. the color guy for the Rams? Yes, he is. He works for NFL oh, Network too. Do you have a problem with him calling games for the Rams since he never was one? No, he played for Jacksonville. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he's a he's a color commentator and he knows what's going on in the game. So I mean, he, he did play at UCLA, right? Uh, yeah, he did. Yes, mm-hmm. he has the ability to quickly analyze the play and really articulate it pretty well. <clears throat> During the course okay. of a of a game, he's he's very good. He was a huge, still probably is a huge fantasy football fan, and uh, Austin Eckler is right now. And so, like, I listen to a fantasy, you know, uh, football podcast, and Austin Eckler is on talking about where he would be draft, you know, where he's drafting himself in his fantasy football league. It's very wild <laughs> to listen to this, and it. These guys all know 
I mean, they understand. I mean, there are fans in the stands yelling at them because they didn't get the ball at the one yard line and stuff like that. I mean, it's it's bizarre to listen to these guys, but they're they're into it. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I mean, it, it keeps interest and it build in, builds interest too, not just the, the regular fan who watches it, but the people who are intimately involved with with uh, the, when they have their own teams and when they pick their own teams. It's And it's good for the game to do that, I think. so. Oh, I think it's a huge amount of interest it yeah. generates. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I've never done it. I, I, I don't know why, because it's accessible, I guess, So, but I've just never taken the time to, to do it. Hmm. So, well, well, now I, mean, I got to ask you. This is probably a crazy question, but your your twin brother Larry is he also a Rams fan? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he is. Yeah, we were longtime Rams fans when they first came out here. They came out here mm-hmm. in '46 from Cleveland and stayed till I think '94. So we grew up with the Rams, right? And when they left for St. Louis, we didn't pay that much attention to them just because eh, we didn't have a team. But once they came back, uh, we. We each decided, yeah, we'll pull for the Rams. And I don't have anything against the Chargers. I hope they do well. But mm-hmm. I'm a Ram fan. I'm not, I, and I, I'll listen to a Charger game, but uh-huh. I don't follow the Chargers like I do the Rams. But you know, they've got they got a good young team as well, and and they they could be in the playoffs soon. So we'll see. So what did you do for that twenty years while they were gone? Yeah, you, you were you were you a Raiders fan during part of no, that, or you didn't I, buy into the Raiders when they moved down there? No, I, I wasn't interested in the Raiders at all. Uh, I watched. The playoffs and Super Bowl, but it really didn't follow the regular season very much. Mm-hmm. It, it mm-hmm. just didn't interest me because I didn't have anybody locally to pull for. So, yeah, yeah, that was. And how have you have you been or or around SoFi Stadium yet, or got to experience that at all? That looks like no. a really cool place. I have friends who have been to games. I have not. I'd love to. Uh, they said it is the most amazing new stadium that they've ever been in. Uh, based upon the the scoreboards that they have, where you can see from anywhere, mm-hmm. and the crowd noise because it's it's down it's built down into a little uh, I don't know what you call it a bowl type thing. So the mm-hmm. uh, the crowd noise stays from within the stadium, and it's uh, it's supposed to be just an amazing stadium. I hope I get a chance to go there. We got a chance to sing the national anthem with our uh, huge group of barbershop people back in. I think the Coliseum and also at Anaheim Stadium for the Rams. And that was fun many years ago. And uh, so I've been to those stadiums several times, but never been to SoFi. But I told a, told a uh, priest after Mass last Sunday after the game that, you know, I was getting ready to do my second job, which was parking cars at SoFi. And he didn't know <laughs> me well enough, so he believed me for a while, which was great. <laughs> oh, so I got to ask you, because you've been out there a long time. Did, were you... Were you of age when the when the Dodgers first moved to L.A.? I mean, did were you at all, you know, back when yeah, they were playing I mean, games in the Coliseum and all that little. kind of stuff? I was they, I was about three when they moved out here, so I do remember okay. vaguely, but yeah, you know, I remember more into, into the '60s. But but yeah, that was that was that was a great team as well. And I have to ask you one last crazy L.A. question. Did anybody in L.A. care about the fact that there was a NASCAR race in the Coliseum a couple of weeks ago? Uh, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were notified of this on the last Let's Talk Sports, right? Uh, that's right. Yes, yeah, it, it was. It was. It was the sixth of February. They they called it the crash or something. I don't oh. know. It was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
Who knew? Absolutely. So, well, John, thanks a lot. We appreciate. Oh, what's your what's your adult beverage of choice this evening? Are you having a nice uh, California wine? Or? I we will be. Both of us will be. Larry is getting lasagna started, and so we're looking forward to some red wine to follow. And uh, we'll, well, it'll be a nice Saturday night. Maybe some popcorn later on. So, so it'll be fun. Well, thank you, thank you. Awesome. Thanks for thanks for calling in. Go Rams! Yeah, yeah absolutely. Congratulations! Yeah, looking forward to seeing anybody else who comes out to see Sun. We're we're doing that too in March, so can't wait for that. Oh, very awesome. good. Yep. See you later on. Thanks, John. Have a, Have good, a good night. night. Tell Larry hi for us. I will. Bye. Bye. Peter Alchul. Peter. Hey, how are you guys? How are those Missouri Good. Tigers doing this year, buddy? Miserably, miserably. miserably. <laughs> <laughs> and I, the, the woman, the women's basketball team was doing really well. For, mm-hmm. You know, the first two months, and they've totally fallen apart. And the men's basketball team has been terrible from the beginning. So we are we are not very pleased with um, uh, you know Missouri sports. Although there's a lot of hope for the women's softball team out here this year. Um, I don't particularly follow women's softball, but um, I will if we, if we if we get you know if we are as good as we think we're going to be. I mean, last year we only we almost made made the uh, women's softball World Series, you know, college oh, world, uh-huh. one run short. Um, so we are. We it's are, in Oklahoma City, right? Is that right? I believe that's correct. Yeah, yeah, I believe that's correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, and and the. College baseball World Series. I believe I heard this correctly from our um, from our hotel folks, right, Eric? It's the week before our convention in Omaha this summer. Yes, yes. So if you're a huge sports fan, you could come out a week early and watch the College World Series. <laughs> I, I I never got into the World Series until uh, Westwood One started broadcasting the finals, and I just got totally into it the past two or three or four years. Oh, I, I agree with you, Peter. They, they, that's they do a great, great job calling it. Yeah. It is, it is a great event. And, uh, but but it, ESPN does not do it justice. I'm sorry. On Watching it on TV is really hard. But, but, but listening know, comment, to it. Getting back to you about watching any sports on TV, I've, I have stopped watching sports on TV for a long time. I just, I just, it doesn't do me any good, you know, as a totally blind guy, I just, I, mm-hmm. and the other thing I will say, uh, I, one of the things I found really interesting in watching the Super Bowl commercials on TV, you know, of course, half, most of the time you cannot tell uh, audibly what the, what the um, sponsor is, you know, who, who the commercial is supposed to be marketing, if you will. But so, you don't even know what, the, I agree with you. You don't, Leslie and I, at least a third of the commercials, right? We, we're like, what are they even selling? What's a bunch of exactly. music or noises? Yeah. yeah. But, but here, but here's the interesting question. I would ask my sighted friends who were around for the event, and they ain't no clue either. Okay. So I went through this with Tyler, my seven-year-old Peter, um, yeah. last week. So we let him stay up for the first half, obviously, because right. it's been until like eight thirty or something. Sure. Um, and and we watched it because he can see and Al, Al Michaels is pretty good um, yeah. overall. And Chris Collinsworth, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're both yeah. good people. Yeah, um, but I'd be like, all right, uh, 10, 15 seconds into this commercial, there's no talking, there's nothing. Hey, hey, buddy, what what is this, Dad? I don't know. And then like another ten seconds to go by, like. 
any any thoughts of like what, what is is this a is this a like a Doritos commercial? He's like, Dad, it's it's like dogs and they're running around and I don't know what this is. And and this it's a car commercial, on. of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it wound up being like a Subaru commercial at one point. I was like, what the hell? Like, I don't know, you know, and, and he was confused. And the only reason why he knew is they, they put the logo on at the very end of the commercial, right? But there was no, yeah. Anyway. No, I, I just find this whole thing fascinating because you would think that they, they'd want to know, they, they want the, most of the fans to know what they're selling, right? They want to know mm-hmm. the game. And, uh, you know, uh, I must have asked, you know, five or, for six, five or six commercials, you know, that had no, I had no sense what it was. And most, they had no clue either. And it's just my side of friends. And it's like, what, what are you trying to prove, dudes? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, well, of course, they're trying to outsmart each other. You know, all these, all these creative uh, advertising agencies are, are trying to outsmart their colleagues. And of course, they sort of forgotten what, what they're supposed to be doing. I mean, right. I mean, where are the simple days where you had frogs that were going, bud? Oh, I, I, I knew what they were selling at least. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and, frogs. And, it had to be beer. You know, hey, come I, on. I, I, I just I just finished reading a book <laughs> called Quantum Marketing. This is sort of off the sports thing, but one of the things they were saying is there's so much visual stuff uh, flying at people. They're just tuning it out, and their yeah. audio has become is going to become much more important over the next ten or five or ten years. And we'll see if they're right. But if that's the case, that's sort of interesting. I swear to God, in one of the early commercials, uh, right at the beginning of the Super Bowl, they mentioned star guards as an eye disease. Did you yeah, guys absolutely. hear that? No, it was a Toyota and, commercial, Dan. And I couldn't figure so, out what the heck it was related oh to. But God. I said, Leslie, did you just hear star guards? And he's, she said, so, yeah. So can I explain this? Because we've, do. we've done a deep dive into this. So okay. it's a Toyota commercial. Mm-hmm. And Toyota... Um, has been like a title sponsor of the Olympics. And this particular Toyota commercial has, you, you wouldn't have wanted to do this. And I don't know that it, okay. This commercial's audio described. um, And the, the, the way that we know this is that a lot of people have watched it on USA uh, last weekend when it premiered and uh, during the Olympics. Okay. So okay. it has audio description. If you go out onto YouTube right now, Dan and Peter, and you look for this commercial, you'll find one version, the non-described version. Of course. Okay. This, this, <laughs> this commercial is about two brothers and it is awesome. Um, it is a sighted brother and his blind brother. Okay. And it shows them from the time that they're young children uh, learning to ski to the time when they're teenagers and then adults. And then uh, uh, the, the, the blind brother is a Paralympic athlete. Okay. And, and he, they're skiing like a million miles an hour down hills. And, um, the, like, I think it was in his teenage years, the, the, the one brother is notified that he has star guards, mm-hmm. macular degeneration, and that there's no yeah. cure. And that's right. what you hear in the commercial. And so there's, there's a whole backstory to this. They're Canadian. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's just, it's so totally cool that something like that would air during the Super Bowl. Um, but if you turned on audio description during the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, you may have been able to hear that. But then what you would hear when the game came back was the Spanish version of El Michael with yes. Chris Collinsworth. Yes. Right? yes. So, so yeah. there's no there's no reason why you would want to do that. Um, right. At any rate. Yeah. So there so you I, go. I want to ah. say two things before. Uh, thank you for that. That's really interesting. Yeah, because Leslie and I said, did you just hear that? I said, yeah, but I, it's not making any sense. It doesn't kind of. If you were listening to it without audio description, well, you really and, couldn't follow it. And I, exactly. So I've also sort of buried a, 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 an important point here. Um, the sighted brother is the blind brother's guide. Oh, ah, okay. okay. Which is very cool. Very yeah. cool. Um, ah. Yeah. Well, I, I am sorry that you know it, it, you know that more people don't know about this because. You know, as you said, even if you turn on the audio description, why would you do that? And most, blo- well, I, I I can't imagine how many blind folks actually watch the game on the, the actual game on television because it's so the 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 play by play folks are so uninformed about what about what actually is going on. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, I you know, as I said, anyway, I want to say a couple of things before I go. The first thing is, I I'm sorry to say this, but Duke clobbered Florida State. Oh, uh, did they come back and beat them? Yeah, by 18 points or something. So, oh man, no! Ouch. Yeah, I checked the score when it went because I, you know, I, I'm, I'm ambivalent about Duke. I'm, I'm sorry to see um, Chashevsky go, but you know, Duke has been so good for so long. I get tired of them winning. You can't um, like Duke, right? No one yeah. likes Duke except Duke well, you know, people. but Chashevsky is a class act. He really is. Whatever you, whatever you, yeah, think, yeah. He yeah. Is. and he's yep. so anyway. Yeah. Um, the other thing I, I want, and I, I, I suspect that uh, the whole Brady thing must interest folks in Tampa. You mm-hmm. know, he has allegedly retired, and he probably has. Mm-hmm. Somebody pointed out Brett Favre. You remember the Brett Favre situation a while ago? The Jets and then the Vikings? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He, he retired yeah. so that he wouldn't have played for the Jets again. And once the Jets were, you know, uh, traded um, for a new quarterback, he, he unretired and went to the Vikings, which is where he wanted to be all the time. Mm-hmm. And folks are wondering whether Brady might do the same thing. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, Brady, you know, he, he still can play, obviously. As a Buccaneer fan, my the master plan I've always joked around is we'll have Brady for two years and then we're going to get Rodgers. So this yep. could actually happen. Well, it's not impossible. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we, weirder things have happened, right? I mean, yes. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> Uh, the other thing I just wanted to rant about the Chiefs for a second. Uh, 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 first of all, I mean, the fact that they were able to come back with 13 seconds or it was to play or 17 seconds to tie the game was mm. remarkable. Thir- 13 and seconds. That 13 is seconds amazing. Back. Yes, it really was amazing. And but, uh, you know, for everything I've heard, part of the reason that that happened is the Buffalo coaches didn't coach very well at the end. You know, they, they made it easy for the Chiefs to gain those large chunks of yards and get out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so uh, there's a lot of criticism of Buffalo coaches who are generally very good. But then when it comes time for the Chiefs coaches, this happened twice against the Bengals. You know, the Chiefs had a big lead against the Bengals twice going into the second into the second half. Yep. And yep. lost the lead both times. And, and the reason they lost the team lead both times is they couldn't adjust to, to Cincinnati's adjustments on defense. And you would you would think 
that, you know, with the coaches as good as they are, they'd be able to do that. I don't know. I don't know what they're, that worries me for future chiefs iterations. Right. I mean, you know, they're going to have to play these teams again. And I just wonder what, what the problem is with the, with the coaching. Why, why couldn't they adjust to the Cincinnati changes? Uh, I agree. They refused to run the ball for one. And and I don't understand why they refused to run the ball because when they ran the ball, they got five, six, seven yards. Yeah. Yeah. But, and that's what what the Bengals are daring them to do. I mean, it it makes no no sense to me whatsoever. And I hope that they can figure out a way of as a Chiefs fan, sort of, I mean, I, I, you know, um, Oh, and I just, uh, for all the Rams fans, I have two comments to make. The first is, and, and actually, they're, they're caught about that the, that, the, that, the, that the crowd noise is reflected in inwards, you know, as a bowl is interesting to me because when you listen to a Rams game on the radio, which I do fairly regularly, you it, it sounds like the opposing fans are louder than the home fans. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I assume I assume they yeah. were when it was 49ers were there. I don't know if that was the case, but I just assumed. But it, no, it did. No. It sounded like there the, were more 49ers, 49ers fans more than fans Ram fans. fans. Yeah. 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 That, that's what it sounded court. like to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, uh, but the other thing is, we we in Missouri don't like the Rams because their their owner Crocky moved them from St. Louis without why, mm-hmm. and we're always happy if they lose. Well, unfortunately, they won this year for us, but you know, um, congratulations to the Rams. I I'm happy for Stafford, and and Cuff was amazing. One of the things I I heard afterwards is that one of the reasons that nobody could ever cover Cuff sometimes is because the offenses learned to run hurry up offenses. And when that happened, the defense just didn't have the time to react, you know, to, to double. Mm-hmm. And that's apparently how he scored the winning touchdown. He, they, you know, or, or caught some of his, of his bigger caches toward the end of the game. They did this hurry up offense and the defense couldn't adjust fast enough. So I'm not sure for what that's worth. But what an amazing yeah. season. I mean, to, yeah. to lead the, to lead the league in receptions, touchdowns and yardage. I mean, yeah, yeah yep. pretty Pretty amazing. And yeah. I guess the other thing, I, I as one who hates the All-Star Games, uh, we're stuck with the NBA All-Star Game this weekend. But mm. I'm really intrigued to see what's good. Oh, uh, and I'm also, like you all, intrigued with the NCAA men's basketball. But uh, the women might be interesting, too, this year. They're, they're getting – women are getting better and better and deeper and deeper, you know, uh, mm-hmm. more teams. And so the women – It's good. It's a good uh, thing. It's and, not, and it's not just Connecticut. Money. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not no, just Connecticut. NIL and, you know, money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there are probably 10 or 12 teams. I'm not an expert in women's basketball, but I guess is there are 10 or 12 teams that could, you know, have a shot of winning the whole thing. And, and Connecticut, mm-hmm. maybe one of them, if they can get their stars back and ready to go before the, you know, the, the playoffs start. So, mm-hmm. but I do want to, you guys haven't spent a lot of time talking about basketball, but I, um, I think this also is a wide open playoffs for, for the NBA too. I think you have, you know, Milwaukee and Philadelphia and, and, and Chicago and, uh, Miami and maybe Cleveland. And then you have uh, Phoenix and Golden State and Denver and uh, what's that, Memphis or Nashville? I can't take those two straight. Um, you know, there's so there are a bunch of really good teams that in both divisions. Um, you know, it's too bad that, and I didn't mention the Nets in the East, but I don't know what to make of them. I, I, we, we, you guys haven't talked about that trade, but that's, that's a big trade. Answer. What's that? That was a big trade. That was it was a big trade, huge. and nobody knows what to make of it. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so I, I think the NBA is going to – there's going to be lots, of, lots to talk about with the NBA as we get closer to the playoffs. And I'm sure you guys, when you come back, will do that. Yeah. Well, well you know, Peter, so can, can I just 
there's something fascinating that's going on here with NIL. And it uh, directly relates to women's basketball and collegiate women's basketball. So there are some really good players that are in college basketball right now. One of the very best, if not the best, is Caitlin Clark. She's a sophomore at Iowa right now, and she's gonna. She's like a player of the year candidate. She's averaging like 25 a game. She signed a, a deal in the offseason with a grocery store franchise, Hy-Vee, which is huge in the Midwest. Yeah, so and it, it's believed that. it's believed to be north of 100 grand. Okay. Yeah. Um, and now she's in her sophomore year. She gets a COVID year. Okay. So she could theoretically hang around for five years mm-hmm. at Iowa. It is believed that she, with her, you know, all of the exposure that she's receiving, because they're playing on ESPN, sure. um, they're playing, you know, uh, with a lot of eyeballs on them. And she's spectacular. Today, she had 18 points and 12 assists. Um, she's a guard. She's she's excellent. But the whole economics of this, she could go into the WNBA, guys, but she's going to make, like, maybe 100 grand a year. Mm-hmm. There's speculation that she could wind up signing an NIL deal this offseason that could pay her a half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. So... Like, how, how do we wrap our minds around some of this stuff with some of the lesser? And obviously, she's one, maybe two or three players in all of women's college basketball, right, that can do this. But it's pretty amazing. Like, she's going to make a bunch of money while she's in college. Um, and then go to the WNBA yeah. far less likely. That's really interesting. I hadn't heard that story. But I, what I can say is that, Many of you, you may remember that I tutor University of Missouri athletes. That's what I do, yep. Uh, yep. part-time job. And we we always have orientations, you know, every semester to talk about what we can and can't do. And there's a whole section this year on what we can or can't do when it comes to marketing our athletes. So, for example, one of the things we can't do is we can't buy from the athletes anything that they're trying to sell. We just are not allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but there, you know, but but there are a few athletes here that are getting. Uh, you know, some deals. I don't think they're, I don't know how much they're worth, but I know it's happening. Uh, our wrestling team, for example, is pretty good this year. Uh, and so I wouldn't shock me if, if I found out that a couple of the wrestlers are doing pretty well. Like not football and basketball, because we're, you know, they just aren't very good. But, you know, I imagine some of the better wrestlers are getting, uh, you know, some some contracts to, to sell stuff. So uh, the, the whole sports, college sports thing is going to change. Mm-hmm. And I don't quite know what to make of it. Nobody does. You know, I don't think, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, what I do believe is that the players have been screwed for so long that they, they really deserve this. They, they mm-hmm. earned it, if you will, but it's going to create all, potentially all kinds of problems. Now we're not just talking about that. We're talking about the, um, the portal where people are leaving, you know, people mm-hmm. more than they used to. Right. And, yep. and uh, we lost a bunch of players in football and gained a bunch of players. So it's like free agency. Uh, Nobody quite knows what to expect with Missouri football next year. You know, we weren't especially good this year, although we, you know, we did make a bowl and we did uh, play Army very closely. But we had a very good recruiting class and we brought in some interesting people from the, from the, from the, uh, you know, from, from, I just, I lost the word. So 
you know, who knows from, you from know. the portal. Yeah. The portal, the portal. is, yeah. and you don't know how good or bad those people are. It seems like some teams got really good with that. And sometimes right. they thought they were going to get good and it didn't gel and they weren't very good. It's very That's true. And, and so yeah. the whole coaching thing is going to change. How do you, you know, you know, coaches are used to, you know, coaching the same players for two or three years and, and yep. not anymore. Well, yeah, and I was talking to Dan, I think the last time we we did the show, Dan, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like your director of recruiting on your football team at Missouri or Iowa or Florida or whatever, it you now have an additional channel that you yes. have to be actively following. Yep, yep, and it may, yep. in fact, take an additional person to actually go into the portal every day to look to see what's going on. And how, how, how do you begin to recruit those people? Because they're, they're oftentimes uh, geographic areas away from you, the other part of the country, right? So, mm-hmm. and, and you may not have anything on them previously, right? So are, are they good? Uh, some, of these, some of these guys have played. Some of them have started. A lot of them haven't, and, right. but they're moving around. And so how, what's uh, – you know, what, what's a good used car and what's a lemon, right? Like what, uh, how do you, how do you figure this stuff out? And a lot of people go into the portal and don't get picked up by anybody. And now they've lost a scholarship that they had, right? It's very, exactly. Yeah. Well, especially, especially quarterbacks, right? Because, you know, um, one of the things that, 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 that you learned working with athletes, especially the freshmen is they're absolutely confident they're going to make the pros. I mean, just yeah, the football and basketball I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Not even a doubt in their mind. Well, you and I all know that that's unlikely to happen. But they need to believe in themselves that much to be able to compete in that level. You know, they have they have to believe that way. You mm-hmm. know, sure. Um, but it's you know it's it's sort of awkward as a tutor to say to guys, okay, I you know, but you know, or okay, and you know, yes, you might make it, but you still need to you know take pass this course. <laughs> so yep. it is and <laughs> players are actually they're all the athletes i'm working with for the most part are very nice emotionally intelligent people but some of them aren't particularly interested in, in, in academics which is which is true for anybody right a lot mm-hmm. of kids aren't interested in academics they just do it to, to for whatever reason so anyway um well uh you know i'm waiting for the all-star weekend to end so we can get back to real basketball and uh the other thing I will uh, say is uh, every year I put together my bracket, uh, bracket picks uh, for the both the men's and the women, and I uh, sent this to you every year. Uh, yeah, um, actually, I don't think about it. Based on criteria that that don't always make sense, but I will be sending it out again when when the brackets come out. So so keep an eye out for that. Thanks, Peter. Yes. Awesome. The, the other thing that's really weird about the NBA, I don't know why it didn't really hit me until this year, but the NBA is three-fourths of the way through their season before they have their all-star game. That's also true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, like the Orlando Magic, which, of course, are not going anywhere, but they're 13 and 47. So they played 60 games. So they're at the all-star game break and there's only 22 games left in the season you know <laughs> it's why very they do strange it. well, no, I mean, but they it want to do sense. it after football's over that's right they want to do it after yeah. the Super Bowl. They, they schedule it right after the super bowl but you know, yeah well, and now I, the super bowl push got pushed out another week 
That's true. <laughs> if if they push it out, out much further, they're going to have the all-star game and then the playoffs. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I wish I wish the NBA would do what they did last year and start the season closer to Christmas than than Halloween. Because I like the NBA season ending in July. Mm. Um, uh, I, I really liked what they did last year. Um, uh, I just think, you know, what the, what uh, because frankly, once the for me, once the NBA season ends, the sports the sports landscape becomes it's all you really have is baseball. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I like baseball, but it's nice to have two different sports going on simultaneously. So, but once you get into June and July and August, you don't get you don't get much until September when football starts. So mm-hmm. from I would love for football to start in, in, you know, I don't know, say December 1st and, 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 you know, end around July 4th or whatever. You wonder if one of those, either NBA or hockey, if they did in a NHL, if they did that, they would get better viewership, you know? I think they, I think they would. Well, of course, hockey, the problem is hockey in July just doesn't quite work. Of course, hockey in June or hockey in Florida doesn't work real long. Well, I mean, you know, the, the, the Tampa Bay, the, the, yeah. the Tampa Bay Lightning are winning the Stanley Cup. <laughs> it's that's still kind of bizarre it to me. I mean, Florida has a Stanley Cup champion. No, it, it doesn't quite compute for you know hockey's supposed to be a cold sport, but you know Tampa's an awesome team, and probably the Florida Panthers have improved all this year too. So who knows? Yes, absolutely. Um, but um, I just you know I I sort of shake my head when Tampa wins the Stanley Cup because it's like. When is the last time it, a pond froze in, in Tampa? You know, I, 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 anyway, that's just my weird northern bias speaking out. What kind of no, it's, it's true. It's true. But Steven Stamkos, man, is he good? And, yeah. and, and uh, he's got a bunch of other guys on that team. And honest to God, I mean, you look at, you look at this Washington franchise here in the NFL where I live and then, they're supposed to be great. They're like a heritage franchise, right? Of right. of the NFL, of of team sports in this in this country. And then you look at Tampa. It's like they've been around since what, nineteen ninety or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And and they're new, and they're in a warm weather uh, climate, and they're hockey. And who's supposed to care? Well, uh, the people that the owner hired are really good. And and they put together a great team with a lot of talent. They put together some really good uh, folks in in the minor league hockey system, and they're just good every year. And it's yeah. it's 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 annoying on one level because hockey shouldn't be played in Tampa, mm-hmm. but they do it really well they to do. the point where you know Winnipeg and Toronto and. Ottawa and Calgary, like they're nowhere near as good. As that. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll, you know? Your your comment about owners remind me of something. I think there are teams that are cursed until the uh, the owners sell the teams. Washington, right, uh, Washington. What are they now? The 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 football commanders. They're now the commanders. I can't get used. To and, and I you know, and I, I didn't I, realize I, until recently that Cleveland. Baseball team were the Guardians. I don't know why oh I had God. And they, the Guardians. And they got into a whole litigious thing with the um, the roller hockey team in Cleveland, oh, right. who are named the Guardians. Dan, oh I no! Mean, good Lord, would you not like? Could, there are a thousand different names. You, anyway, you're going to do the, that. 
the Washington <laughs> team will not win it. Will not will, will not win it. Will not have a really good year until Snyder sells the team. The Knicks yeah. have a really good year until the Knicks owner sells the team. Mm-hmm. The, same thing. Those are the three teams that come to mind. The ownership is so bad that mm-hmm. who wants to play for them? Who wants to play for Snyder? I, I'm sorry, uh, mm-hmm. you know Eric, but I mean, who would want to play for <laughs> the, com- the Commanders? I mean, Dude, I'm not a Commander fan. You're good. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were. You can poop on them all you want. I'm good. <laughs> so anyway, you get you get my point. I, there are some owners. Yeah, that- yeah. Will uh, have a pall over the the team until they and I, I really do believe there are at least three owners that, that their teams will not do well until they the, they sell the team. Mm-hmm. And those are the three that come to mind immediately. Maybe I'll be proved wrong. I hope I am. And when it comes to the Knicks and the Giants, uh, Knicks and the Jets, but um, I'm not holding my breath. Anyway, mm-hmm. thanks for the time, guys. I love your oh, show, Peter. What's your yes. adult beverage of choice tonight? Cider, cider, cider. Oh, that's what I thought, cider. cider. Yeah, cider, dark. Yeah, I, I love I love uh, Angry Orchard stuff. It's it's good. I highly I like beer too, but I like Angry Orchard cider. So for whatever that's worth. Well, have awesome. a good night, Peter. I, whenever yeah, I hear anything you. about Missouri, I think of you. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> a good thing, but uh, since our sports are so awful, but the Cardinals might be good this year, um, and of course the Chiefs will be good. We may not make the Super Bowl, but the Chiefs will be good next year. So are, are Wichita State or any of those teams? Are there is there anybody uh, good in the in the Missouri State is doing pretty well? Yeah, basketball wise, St. Louis Blues. Last I checked, are doing pretty well. They're they're in the top the top third, I think, in in, in hockey this year. I've been uh-huh. um, so yeah. we have our 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 uh, you know we do have some good teams. It's just the University of Missouri Tigers isn't one of them. <laughs> I live, I live in Columbia, so we live and die, but, you know, Missouri sports teams do. If, 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 if Missouri teams win, churches are packed. And people are more, more, more uh, you know, are more uh, excited. Everybody's depressed, especially football. You know, just the way Columbia rolls. So, mm. anyway. Well, have a great... Uh, have a good night, Peter. I yep. hope you do this again soon. All right, thank you. Yes. All right, bye-bye. Thanks. Take care. Yeah. You too. Rebecca, please. Hello, everyone. Rebecca, Hello, hi. gentlemen. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Our seven-year-old is still upstairs watching um, alpine skiing or something. <laughs> I said, Tyler, it's time to go to bed. He said, Mom, I just want to watch this one race. I said, well, you need to make, she's like, it's U.S. and Germany. And I said, okay. <laughs> as soon as it's over, you need to go to bed. It's the last night of the Olympics. He loves it. Aww. he's devastated that there won't be any Olympics on for the next two years. Mm. Um, so I'm being a little lenient that in that. Is regard. he in our bedroom? Yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> We're not there. So whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, maybe that's working out well for you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes, he is. So, um, so gosh, there's there's so much to talk about, um, and I the other you know a lot of other people have touched on some really great stuff tonight, um, which is awesome. Um, I'm curious. So the All Star Games, these mm-hmm. are things that I struggle with the All Star Games because they just sort of interrupt the seasons of whatever they're in. And they're just sort of annoying. 
Um, but I'm curious, which is your favorite of all the all-star games? So the Pro Bowl, the NHL, the NBA, or the baseball? Well, maybe I'm more old school, but I love the baseball all-star game. It's, it can yeah. truly be a competitive game, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, and it, I'm tr- truly usually always amazed at how much good pitching is better than good hitting because they, the pitchers just absolutely dominate most of the time. And I thought it was really cool. Um, I know it's not the case anymore, but I thought it was really cool when the, the uh, league that won the all-star game, uh, got to have the you know be home, have field, the home advantage. field advantage yeah. for the. Did World they Series. not do that anymore? I thought they still did. Is that did that go I, away? I think they stopped it last year, but wow. I'm not positive. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. But I okay. thought that yeah, was like kind of. You got to have cool. some skin in the game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's that, my that's my favorite All Star game. I think. Okay. What about you? I, I, the Imagine. actual game itself, although I said the stuff leading up to it, there's some cool stuff with like yeah, the like NBA the and the slam concept. dunk and all that stuff. And, and we're 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 in that right now, I think. Slam dunk yeah. and three point, like right as we're talking, I think mm-hmm. it's going on. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm with you. Um I love the home run hitting contest. Oh, that's um, fun too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've made and, that so much better now with the clock oh, and all that. Yeah, oh, they figured it yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think um, the home run hitting contest throws off their swing? Because you hear that sometimes, where uh, where it's like, oh, they you know they hit the they go to hit the ball and it throws off their swing in the can. second it, half of the season. I think it. There was a what was the example a few years ago where it really did that for one of the guys from the Texas remember. Rangers? I forget, I remember yeah. that. Josh Hamilton, Josh yeah, Hamilton, yes. yeah, yeah. And then he's well, and really that, and well, he has other he didn't win. No, he he, he well, really was good in the semifinals or something. And then, yeah, in 28, what was it, 28 in the first or second round? Yep. Yeah, yeah, exhausted. Yeah, and then you. he didn't win, yeah, yeah. 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 See, I, I love I love the NHL um, hmm. All Star. I love I like the like slap shot competition. I love the three on three, and I mm-hmm. like the I like that they put the divisions against each other, and they do like the it's a mini tournament. Yeah, it's like a little mini tournament that they do, um, like the Metro against the. Um, central or whatever like and Mm -hmm. then they have the winners play each other i really like that it's i just feel like hockey players like they're just nice dudes and you just i like to watch them they just seem like they're good humans they're having fun doing the sport they love i i mean i i really i like it's kind of it's a toss-up for me between the all-star game and the like the MLB and the NHL, I feel like the NHL does it so well. And, mm. but it's like the hidden treasure because, mm. you know, most people don't, you know, aren't like, unless you're a hockey fan, you're not paying attention to, to what the NHL is doing, but they do it so well. 
I have to admit, I, I don't like think it. I've ever watched an NHL All Star. Well, you gotta so, check yeah. it so out. So I'll have to it's check it out. It's super fun. It's super yeah. fun. Uh huh. It's really fun. So please do. Yeah. I'll quiz you on it next year. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys have good players who are in there. Oh yeah. You know, I yeah, mean, yeah. in Florida, you got some guys in there. So oh, yeah. It's um yeah. So I don't know. It's. With the NBA All-Star game this weekend, it just made me think like, wow, what's our favorite? What's our favorite of all those? And then, you know. You know, and normally for whatever reason, there's been several times when we've had the D.C. Leadership Conference and you go to Washington, D.C. And the same weekend, I remember one year, was the NBA All-Star game, the um, Oscars and the Daytona 500 it was like all the same yes. weekend, you know, yeah. it's, it was kind of weird. That yeah. was like, you know, there's well, that all time President's in February, Day, like the whole, yeah. you know, and of course, less and less people get president's day off anymore. Um, mm. I know we don't, yeah. Um, you know, can't celebrate our, our U S heritage. Yeah. Um, we, we, we never did. Yeah. Yeah. When I was working now. <laughs> Um, so the, the chiefs, Mm -hmm. so we, we talked a little bit about, I mean, first of all, the NFL playoffs, um, you know, that, that one weekend in January was just awesome. Like Mm -hmm. all the close, the close games and it was just incredible. Dan Spoon, um, we were so sick that weekend. Oh my god! Yeah, we oh, you guys were. Oh yeah, you were down in Venice. Yeah. Oh, we were yeah. down with the COVID in Florida. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Well, so. the COVID's very popular in Florida. You're, you know, it, the, it's popular <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, no, no, we got it on the way. We specialize in COVID down here. Yeah. No, stop it. No, no, <laughs> we got it um on the way to Florida, not in Florida. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, while wearing masks. But anyway, um, the, the, I, I struggle, you know, the chiefs had that drive where in 13 seconds they got down the field, did what they needed to do to win the game. And then kick a field goal to tie it to then win the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. But contrast that to the next, to the Bengals game where in the first half, Mm-hmm. They had a chance. They could have kicked a field goal mm-hmm. and put some more points on the board. And they uh-huh. chose not to do that. And when they did that, you know, they were cocky or whatever mm-hmm. and said, oh, yeah, we're just going to throw it and blah, blah, blah. Go for it. Go for it Got down. It. Well, guess what? That was the difference in the game. And not mm-hmm. to mention, I feel like the way they played, I mean, I know they're notorious for, for having like letting teams come back on them, but honestly it was so, Oh, it was just disgusting. And I felt like did, and, and I, I have no problem. Like I, I was so happy for Joe Burrow. I like the Bengals. I'm a Midwesterner. I'm happy. Like I didn't mm-hmm. grow up a chiefs fan, but right, like, I'm right. happy, whatever. But but the fact that they they didn't run the ball, mm-hmm. they went away from everything that worked in the first half. Yep. It kind of makes you wonder, like, who's who's betting on the game? 
Like, who's putting it down? Because <laughs> honestly, there's no excuse for that. Like, yeah. am I, am, what am I missing? Because I feel like they just packed they it got in. Arrogance. Like, but, well, they it, got arrogance. That's it. I think, you know? well, the end of the first half, I <sighs> think, Probably if you truly ask Andy Reid, he's probably was really probably frustrated with Patrick Mahomes, right? Because there was mm-hmm. five seconds left. Yeah. And I'm sure the thought was quick hitter pass, boom, take three or four seconds. If we don't make it, we'll kick the field goal, right? And then mm-hmm. Mahomes started scrambling around and that's it, yeah. right? It's it's over. If yeah, he you doesn't, lose yeah. his time. Yeah. Yeah, but you he, have he, five seconds, Dan. You, you kick a field goal. You, you gotta kick, kick a field, I, field goal. I would have kicked a, I was yelling yeah. kick a field goal. Yeah. I mean, go yeah. up to go up two touchdowns, right? Yeah. And yeah. then the second half was kind of weird in that, you know, they had a couple of third and shorts that they didn't convert, and then Cincinnati really kind of started ball controlling the game. I mean, it, it was one of those, it was kind of weird that yeah. the way that game kind of played out. It, it wasn't that Cincinnati played all that good offensively in the no. second half, but they, no, they, they controlled didn't. the ball a little, but, but Kansas city they just played, didn't. offense played terrible in yes. the second half. And, and, I mean, and you know, Tyreek Hill more, went away. They, they didn't run yeah. the ball. It was very strange. I mean, yeah. Mahomes was more uh, iffy this year than I've ever seen him. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's like that's a thing. But I don't know. It was just you could just see when they didn't kick the field goal in that moment mm-hmm. in the first half. I said to Eric, like, <laughs> this is not good. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to come back. And it absolutely they gave away did. points, they, and you can't give away points. You yep. cannot do that. Yep. In in and, the sport, and, and it would have really, and it would have changed the dynamic because yes, the the Bengals were able to kick two field goals and make a two two point conversion. Right, they only had yep. one yep. touchdown. Yeah, yep. Yep. That, that would have taken all that away with the field goal. Yeah, yeah, they, they they would have had to score again. You know, a touchdown. And Kansas City's defense played actually pretty good. It did. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's not on the defense. No. no. I mean, they I mean just, Mahomes threw a couple of interceptions, uh, and he looked mm-hmm. out of sorts, and the Bengals adjusted to everything. No. And the Chiefs didn't. No. And, was, you know, I it was, it was a really – the Super Bowl was fun. Um, I'm of the generation where I love the halftime show. I know lots of people probably didn't. But we, I thought it was great. We enjoyed it. Rebecca and I <laughs> we, enjoyed the halftime show. We love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, this is me with the, like, you know, you get the, the tapes from your friend and you hide them from your parents. Like, oh, it's the, the Snoop Dogg album. <laughs> the Chronic <laughs> album. Yes. It's so good. Like, yeah, that that's, it was so, it was like, if you are under, like, 48, yeah. it was awesome. It uh-huh. was great. So, Pelagon enjoyed it very much. Did he now? <laughs> yeah. Pelagon, did you enjoy yeah. the halftime? Yes, no. I did. I thought it was absolutely terrific, yeah. Yeah. I, I missed the halftime because it was it. taking my mother back home. <laughs> I was in an Honestly, Uber Honestly, wasn't it fantastic? I mean, <laughs> these guys can still come out. The only thing I was wondering, I, w- I kept, I was texting one of my girlfriends and I was like, 
So I wonder how all these guys are looking these days. Like, you know, how's Mary J looking? How's Dr. Dre looking? How's Snoop Dogg looking? Uh, you know, of course, you know, she's blind too, so she can't help me in that category. Um, <laughs> but I mean, they can still kill it. I mean, Dr. Dre is there like playing the piano. Just it crushing sounded it. awesome. Yeah. It was just awesome. Mm. I mean, and then my, I was, I told my girlfriend, I said, this is so much better than last year's performance. And she goes, I don't even remember who it was last year. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> the yeah, weekend. It, was, it was the yeah. weekend. And no mm-hmm. one knows who the weekend is. Unless, <laughs> you know, like, you know, you have to have, if you're going to play for a Super Bowl halftime, mm-hmm. you've got to have, you got to have been around a while. You can't just be around for two years, right? You need like you You need need a big fan base of a big a big uh, um, awareness from no matter what the genre, right? Yes, Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, you could say say what you want, but Taylor Swift could probably do like you Mm -hmm. can put her in there because she's been around a long time. Right, right, right. right. However you feel about her, however you feel about Paul McCartney, however you feel about. Like those folks have been around. Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, they've been around. Mm-hmm. Like the weekend, um, no, thank you. He was like, <laughs> he was like the safe pick because mm-hmm. they didn't want, you know, some like scandalous stuff and they didn't want anything controversial. So they stuck him in there. Mm-hmm. But this was great. It was, it was fantastic. And as a like, I'm I'm happy for Stafford. I'm really thrilled that he got it done. Like being stuck with the lions for so long, such a terrible franchise (laughs) (laughs) and just getting it done. And I'm happy for Cooper cup because he just seems like a good dude. But I got to say, like if the Rams were in St. Louis, I probably would have rooted for them, but it's hard. It's as a Midwesterner. And this is me speaking. This is not my husband. It's also a Midwesterner. (laughs) Like I find it hard to root for LA teams. Like, or mm. like New York teams. Like I, mm-hmm. I prefer like middle of the country mm-hmm. um, or like I live in Washington. So although, you know, the commanders, ugh, we've already talked about them. <laughs> I'm not going to even talk about them, but I prefer like, I don't know. I prefer the Midwestern teams and the, like, I don't, I try to stay away from the coast, like the Northeast or the Californias. Like I would rather see someone else, but you know, but it was a good, it was a good game. It was great. I was, I I think the, you know, the folks on the Rams, you know, it's a, it was, it was fun to watch. So I got to ask you, Rebecca. So what are, are the Hoosiers any good this year? Oh, heck no. What has happened? No. I mean, that that's kind of like hard to believe. I mean, they Ugh. were like right up there with UCLA and oh, Duke God. and Kentucky. North Kansas. I mean, they were like Oof. perennial, you know, even before Bobby Knight, they were like the, no, that they're just wannabes no. now. Like they they're wannabe blue bloods. They're like Nebraska football. <laughs> oh, they they have such really? an overinflated view of themselves. It's disgusting. And I am mm. I am as big of an IU fan as there is, but I am disgusted by mm. now they did beat Purdue this year. 
So it produced pretty good, a, right? Yeah. That's a feather in their cap, and they haven't beat them for like nine times or whatever. Like, <laughs> wow. Um, and I know even Purdue's fan base is starting to turn on uh, Matt Painter, mm. who's a uh, who's you know gotten Purdue up there, but there's a belief that Matt Painter can't take them all the way. They, um, they don't do and, very well in the tournament for whatever right. reason. So, so they're yeah. starting to turn on him and mm-hmm. get stale on Painter. So I'm fine with that because it distracts from the stupidity that is IU's <laughs> firing choices. Like, you know, Mike Woodson, I'm sure he's a good guy. Um, but I just, oh, I struggle. They are so hard to watch. I just... Mm. I don't know, man. Dan, they can't shoot just, the three. They can't shoot, no. Dan. Oh, it's Indiana, terrible. right? I mean, they're oh, supposed to be able to yeah. shoot. Right? That's what you're supposed to be able to do if you play basketball at Indiana. I, I mean, has it has have their facilities declined? I mean, what, no. what is no, no. they're still no. you know, they, they have, have they, all the, they money gotta in have the, world. the alumni and their, fan their base. Fan they gotta base have and all their, that. And their fan base is incredible. Like if mm-hmm. you listen to an IU game and some of these other Big Ten games, their crowd is into it. They're loud. It's full. It's not mm-hmm. like half full like when you go watch Maryland. <laughs> mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. It's full. Like, they sell it out. Yeah. But it just hasn't come together. And I'm not – and I think a lot of it, too, is, again, the transfer portal has changed the game. Mm-hmm. Um, for college sports and and made a huge difference. I mean, you see all these players popping up like, oh, that guy used to play for IU or, oh, that mm-hmm. guy used to play for... Like, it, and, and it's hard. Like, honestly, even, you know, Indiana being whatever they are, like, I'm struggling to be interested in college basketball as a whole because mm-hmm. I turn on the TV and I, there's a team playing and I'm like, I don't even recognize half of these players because they're all coming in from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like there's, but it's not the same. Even the you really, know? you know, like the Kentuckys, the, you know, that Calipari was always, you know, the one and done here the last seven or eight years, right? Yep. They, they get the McDonald's all Americans and they're gone after the first year. But I noticed even I was watching the Kentucky Alabama game today. They even have a couple of transfer transfer portal guys that are playing for them. So Kentucky has an Iowa kid. Yeah. So those guys are kind of figuring out. Uh, What's that guy's name? Uh, You need a little, you can't, it's hard to win it all with all freshmen, right? You need a couple of people with some, some experience, you know, but I used to that in, I mean, they've got it in Trace Jackson Davis, mm-hmm. who who's an incredible player, but he'll be a first round draft choice. But yeah, he's, he's really not good. enough. Yeah, like you no. can't you can't put it all on his back. He's Are a they, big guy, and they uh, need they need perimeter shooters, and they don't mm. they do, they still don't have that. You, you no. still. To be good in the NCAA, it, be good in the tournament. You got to have a couple of. You got to have at least a good guard. You got to have a guard. Mm-hmm. You do you really do. So, yeah. is Indiana going to make the tournament? I don't think so. No, mm-hmm. I don't even know what their record is. But no, I mean they're they've they're on a four game losing streak. Mm. They they're just oh, it's it's pitiful. 
And, mm-hmm. I, and I feel bad for their coach because you just wonder, like, how long does he have? Because well, it first can't, year. It can't be long, though. <laughs> well, is that, it, that's, that's, the other, that's the other thing. Yeah. They don't give people long enough. You know, I was right. thinking with well, the... By uh, way, isn't Tom Crean the coach of Georgia or something like that? Yeah. Is he? And he came from Indiana. And he, mm-hmm. he rebuilt that program from burnt-up ashes to... To something. I mean, he took like kids from Vincennes Community College and <laughs> mm-hmm. like made them something, but he couldn't quite get it uh, like over the like they'd go into the tournament with like a glowing record and they'd win the Big Ten and they'd fall, they'd like mm-hmm. get suffocated by Syracuse, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Tom Crean, Dan, has an interesting history or lineage. His wife, Joni, is the sister of John and Jim Harbaugh. Of the Harbaugh's, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, Crean, Crean was really cool. He came from Marquette to Indiana and took, uh, I think Indiana went to uh, like an Elite Eight and a couple of Sweet Sixteens. And uh, he was able to recruit really well. It, it's it's wild uh, listening to some of the interviews yeah. Where he was like, yeah, you know, we get around the dinner table, like for holidays, and it's like Jim and John, they're right across from me, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, and, and, and he's apparently just a good guy. Like I just, good guy. I yeah, was so he sad said that they were good guys. Yeah. I I was mm-hmm. so sad when, like, when his era ended. I mean, you knew it had to happen. But it's it was just oh man he he's one of the good guys. Well, they so. don't really give folks. I was thinking of the Cincinnati Bengals coach, right? Who now yeah. will be have some security, right? But it yep. was his third year. Probably if they hadn't have had a, you know, a, a winning season yeah, this year, will. he'd have probably got let go. Too. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And now he'll yeah. be you know considered a he'll be a mainstay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you know, you know, oh God, it's so weird, Dan. So I remember Zach Taylor when he was quarterbacking Nebraska mm-hmm. in like 2006, 2007, right? So right. that's, that's how age. truly young he is. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I, we He are, was a but, disciple of the Rams coach, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, well, he was a, ultimately a disciple of Mike Shanahan. Yeah. Yeah. Who had his son, Kyle. And then uh, mm. Zach Taylor, Matt LaFleur, and uh, oh, Sean McVay, ultimately, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So those guys. And, yep. and they were all on the same offensive uh, Washington Redskins. Uh, right. They, they, I staff. heard them talking about coaching that for, staff, to yeah. the Redskins. for about three yes. years. Yeah. 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 For three years. And it was like the worst three years the Redskins ever had. yeah it's it's kind of funny how it all kind of but but he's he's set now oh yeah yeah. he's 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 in the he's in a good spot for the next five years yeah and so is matt lafleur and so is kyle shanahan right i mean yeah these are all really good coaches yeah really good Mm mm-hmm yeah well, yeah. thank you, Jim. Well, Rebecca, what's your adult much. beverage of choice this evening? I didn't I ask. I am I am having 
um, some Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand this evening. New Zealand. Wow. My friend Kim Crawford makes a delicious Sauvignon Blanc. So Uh I just, I finished, uh, I put away all the groceries. I made a quiche for breakfast tomorrow and I'm having some wine. (laughs) Well, good for you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You two should just stay stay downstairs this evening. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear! Oh. <laughs> oh, well, good to hear your voice, Rebecca. <laughs> well, thank you very much, and you guys, uh, thanks for having the show, and you should do it more often. I know it brings a smile to my face. It's fun. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, have a See good you, night, Rebecca. Gentlemen. All right. Bye. bye. Tell right, Tyler thanks. enjoy the uh, down pi- downhill alpine skiing. Yeah. I I I hope my child is in bed now. I did tell him he needed to go it's to ten bed, o'clock, so. hon. I'm I'm headed up there now to make <laughs> okay, sure he's right. in bed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bye bye. Poor pellet gun. We're killing him here. Do we have how, do we have a few more hands? Pellet no, gun. No, no, no. You're you're pretty much done now. Guys. Okay. <laughs> well, one thing I'll say about uh, you know spoon and bridges, we can, we can we can get the most out of seven or eight guests. Yep, yep. And <laughs> we, can, 